Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason Newland and this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes Now Now, 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 now And I'm tired So I had a weird day I'm not going to spend the entire recording Talking about the weird day But I shall mention it Before I begin with my Well I've got this book From the library For those listening to this in the future A library was a place where you could rent books And it didn't cost anything And for those living even further into the future Books used to be these things that you could read out of They were made of paper And... uh, Uh, yeah, it's kind of like little very thin sh- sheets of paper with writing on print and stuff and pictures. And the paper was made of trees. But those even further into the future, trees were those things, um, they used to be like big, big things that used to grow from the ground. Yeah. Just they were big. Well, not all of them were big. The babies were small, but then they became big, and they helped pre- to produce oxygen, which was quite useful. Now, those even even further into the future, oxygen. Well, before we all uh, moved to Mars. To relocate, uh, we used to have this. This you have these things. Oxygen, something you used to be able to breathe. It was uh, organically produced. Now, of course, we produce it through you know technology, and it's it's very good. I think it. Ever since they realised that they could produce oxygen from um, poo, you know, it's uh, really worked out quite well worm poo and kangaroo poo for some reason speciality so that's that's been quite good and yeah so basically I've got this book from the library and it's called Canada it's basically an inside guide to Canada so the front picture or front page you know the cover it's quite a heavy book you know It's not very big, as in tall or wide. Not, it's not a huge amount of girth there, but it's heavy. It's a lot of pages. How many pages? Three hundred and three hundred and seventy-six pages, including the index. But I think the plastic cover that they've put on top of the cover has added a bit of extra weightage to it. But it's, yeah, it's quite cool. So, I'm gonna kind of dip into it. That's what I'm planning. When have I got to give it back? I've got to give it back on the 5th of November. So, um, probably had it from, three, I think they normally do it for about three Weeks, I think. So, the picture on the front is of mountains and a lake, and these red trees. Um, and uh, 
looks a little bit like Mars, like there's got a lot of red, apart from the mountains. I'm not sure if they have mountains on Mars. But it's, it's one of those places, not Mars, one of those places, I don't, never really fantasized about Mars, doesn't. It's just, I, I don't think there's many jobs there. Which means it'd be a long commute if you lived there, wouldn't it? Imagine travel the, the travel now to London City is long enough for Mars that you know you'd get there and suddenly it's be time to retire and you left when you were three weeks old. I don't know how long it takes. How long quite a few years, didn't it, to get to Mars? Anyway, Canada is one of those places I'd like to go to. I think it's... There's a few places I like. Some places I've never really been that interested in. But Canada, America, Australia, New Zealand, and certain parts of Europe I'd quite like to visit. And yeah, just Canada's one of those places I can't, I, maybe one day I will. And yeah, so that's that book. So I'm going to be dipping into that a little bit and reading a few little bits and bobs and facts and stuff. I want to get a book um, which talks about phrases. Uh, and not necessarily like Canadian phrases but like English phrases generally just the English language and what they mean and where they developed from their origin partly because it's boring but also because it's it's interesting <laughs> interesting and boring it just be uh, mildly I don't know, kind of educational, maybe a little bit, I don't know. So, yeah. Um, okay, so I I woke up this morning, third day in a row, I woke up about seven o'clock, which is usually about the time I go to bed. So my whole my whole day night has kind of been flipped on its side um, or flipped on its head so that's a phrase isn't it turned upside down which means the same thing isn't it topsy-turvy I suppose that could be and I I got up and <laughs> check my bank the my app on my phone check my bank balance and no money had been put in and this is my payday I get paid every two weeks and this is my the day that I get paid um, uh, unemployment and nothing went in there's no money And I started to think, oh, but there was a message on the app saying this app will be under maintenance, which means you won't, might not be able to, <coughs> excuse me, get access to some things, some services. So I thought, I hope that's the reason why it's not saying, or it's saying, you know, it's not saying there's no money in there. Because I had three pound. That's how much I've managed to save in 49 years. Three per pound. So what's that work out? Three. 49 divided by three. 10, 20, 30. 15, 30, 45. 48. So it's. 
works at about three pound every 16 years like one pound every 16 years I've saved up it's not bad really is it <laughs> if it's not bad what word would you use so yeah I um, I'll be honest I didn't react perfectly to the possibility of my benefits having been stopped because that's what it looked like and I've never happened it's never happened before because I play by the rules I do everything that I'm supposed to do and um, I couldn't figure why it would that it just stopped it so I thought okay it must be the app must be an issue with the the phone app so I get Andre and I walk up to the um, garage to check the cash point machine uh, to check my balance on there and this was I don't know 20 past 7 something like that maybe half past 7 go there walk it's raining um, my glasses are just my glasses look like the windscreen of a car that doesn't have any wipers during the rain they're all wet basically that's what I'm saying they're all wet but it didn't stop me Andre's now running around he's been out twice today no 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 he's been out three times today three times yeah now he wants to go out been out three times twice to the garage once all the way around the block he still wants to go out again admittedly twice at those times twice of the time twice of the times two of those times he was asleep when I picked him up to take him out with me and the first one he actually in fact both of them he went into my jacket to go to sleep and I carried him he didn't want to he didn't want to walk but if I go to if I go somewhere and I can take him with me I generally always do he's trying to get out of the front door so generally I try and take him with me even if he's asleep at least he's got out at least he's got some air and if he wants to have a little walk he can have a walk and I prefer to have him with me. If I'm honest, I do. I just, I prefer to have him with me when I'm out. I just, I just do. And the, I went to the garage anyway. Went to the garage. Very busy road because I guess a lot of people was on their way to work and you know half past seven in the morning it's quite busy and just noticed I've just got my right arm bent I'm quite muscular you know I've got quite nice biceps <laughs> I could say anything on a, on a podcast can't I no one's going to know it's just an audio you can't see me I could be like this big massive blob just sprawled across the floor like a big dough ball or something and I could be saying yeah I'm really muscular and you could be thinking no we actually have seen you on video before we know you're not and I am I've got my arms are quite they're quite good my right arm seem to be stronger than my left arm like more muscular than my left come on then Andre Andre wants to come and say hello what are you doing mate what are you doing? What? 
Vamos quitar aquí si es. What are you up to? You want a cuddle? I can hold you and you have a little cuddle. As long as you don't brush up against the microphone. Yeah. Can you hear him? Hey. You've been a good boy today, haven't you? Didn't disturb me at all when I was asleep. And he's been asleep most of the time today. Now he's awake. He's proper awake. He's probably forgotten that we've already been out three times. And now he wants to go out. And it's dark outside, isn't it? So we're limited to going to the park. I don't want to go to the park. I don't want to go to the park, Smelly Park. No. I'm going to have to cut his nails again a bit long. Your fingernails getting long? Yes, they are. Why is your nose so wet? Why is your nose so wet? <laughs> go on, go and play. So, so we went to the garage, eventually got across the road. You know, it's quite unusual is, on across the road, there's two parts of the road. There's a little... I don't know what you call it, a cordon, little bit of concrete, whatever, that I can stand on in between the road so I can get halfway through. And the people that stop are the most, the people that are more, most likely to stop are people in lorries. Because, I guess because they're on the road all the time, they do that for a living, they realise that they're not going to get any further down the road on a busy road. They're not going to get there any quicker if they stop, if they carry on and don't stop. It's not going to make any difference to them. Andre's now annoying him. I've gone from loving him to being annoyed with him. He's scratching at the front door. I mean, literally, literally, it was just over an hour maybe an hour and a half when I took him for a walk. And now he's, 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 you know, uh, So I went to the garage, eventually I got across the road. Um, I tried not to shout at the traffic, but I do see that being my future. As I get older, I start shouting at the cars. That's okay, don't mind me, just keep driving past. Oh, I'm invisible to you too. Bad enough I'm invisible to all women. Now I'm invisible to all cars. Brilliant. It's getting to the point with Andre that the sound of his little feet running across the floor used to be cute. Now it's it seems to have lost its <laughs> its novelty factor after four years. Cause he just does it in a it's almost like he's you know when you send a kid to bed and they go up the stairs and they stomp bang down on the stairs bang 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 that's what he does but he just does it on the floor and he just makes extra noise that he doesn't normally make when he's not getting his own way anyway Get to the garage. It's raining. He's decided he just wants to stay in my jacket. And uh, I walk up to the garage and I walk it to the, the cash point machine. And 
you know, do this normal stuff. Put in my PIN number, 5353. And then I get the, uh, the thing on there saying, you have three pounds, 39 pence, or whatever it is I got in there. Oh, I was like, oh, no. And the walk home just seemed to be longer than the walk there. I really didn't know what to do. It was like, oh, no. I've got no one I can ask for help. I don't know, what am I going to do? Have I got the wrong day? Have I... Because I definitely overspent last week with the shed and all the stuff to do with that. Have I just got the days muddled up? Then I got home and I checked the bank, you know, the app, and it's definitely the right day. So I had some breakfast. I waited till 8 o'clock, which wasn't long. Only a few minutes till 8 and I called up the benefits place and I genuinely really just thought oh I was trying to figure how am I going to how am I going to get by you know because I need to eat what's, how's that oh what's going to happen so I call them up put in a queue and wait in for quite a while they play the tune that everyone loves. If you if you live in the UK, you've ever phoned the benefit place, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful tune, very very wonderful. A lot of fun. A lot. It's is. I don't know why they don't release it as an actual you know tune. Maybe at Christmas, I reckon it go to number one. Especially if they said, if we sell a million of these, we'll no longer use it as the tune on the waiting machine. They've already sent, so sell 10 million probably. So I'm listening to that. Eventually I get through to, and I have to answer his questions on the answer machine. Do you have, um, uh, what's your national insurance number and they re repeat it back to me I said, that's fine and then they said what's your date of birth and I give it to them and they read it back and they keep saying 1972 mine's 1970 I was born in 1970 and I said no that's not right would you like to try again I said yes please and I did it again so we hear, we heard, blah, 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 1972. Is that correct? No, it's not correct. Arr. I do, I like to make that sound of a pirate. Every now and then. It was just in the end, I said, no, I don't want to do it again. I don't. don't want to try it again. No point. When I say 1970, does that sound like 1972? I think I'm fairly clear when I talk, especially when I put the effort in to speak clearly so I was like that. Unfortunately, there's no point saying that because it's an answer machine. They don't, they don't answer. It's weird. Why do they call it an answer machine if they don't answer? They don't. More question machine. But eventually, they said, "Why are you calling?" I said, "I haven't been paid my benefits." Nah, 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 and just got asked question after question. Eventually, they said. You will be list you'll be um answered soon by a uh, operative or I don't know what they call them. Uh, someone, you know, a, a human. 
and so I'm waiting for probably about another 20 minutes and I get through to, to someone and doesn't sound very happy it's just you know when you, you speak to someone and like they just don't admittedly it was 8 o'clock in the morning well half 8 probably by then so it's an early start and they don't open the phone lines till 8 so a lot of them would have just got in literally like 5 minutes before 8 to start working logging in and you know possibly still hung over from the night before still half asleep I know what I used to be when I worked in a call centre especially the early shifts oh. and he he was really helpful though he you know he he said what's your name I said what I've already done all this he said you know if I if I if you, you have to give me information for me to get into your system and to the, you know, to find out your uh, details. I said, okay then, my name's Jason Newland. He said, you mean Newland? I said, don't correct me on my own name. So I just went through the, the security details. What's your telephone number? He said, I don't know what the telephone number is. He said, you don't know what your own telephone number is? Really? Really? Is that what you're saying? Really? I said, stop it. He said, sorry. I said, um, why? He said, what? I said, well, just no, never mind. And he said, well, we need to do the security questions. Otherwise, I can't look at your stuff. I can't, you know, find out what's going on. I said, okay. He said, uh, What's your date of birth? And I thought, oh God, here we go. Here we go. But he heard me. Not saying here we go, because I didn't actually say that out loud. And, uh, hear Andre in the background. He's now run off into the kitchen with his girlfriend. Can't believe a ferret. He gets more action in one day than I've had in about five years seriously when I say the word action <laughs> I mean um, emotionally fulfilling experiences <laughs> that's what I mean and this man on the phone he said what benefits are you on? No, no, no. So I go through all that. And he said, well, I have to, it's going to take me a few minutes to get your... Um... And so I've got into your system, but I have to go into the actual... I have to read the notes to find out why you haven't been paid. He said, you should have been paid today according to... You were paid two weeks ago. Um, but I have to read the notes to find out why you haven't been paid. And it's correct, you haven't been paid. I said, like, I know I haven't been paid. I don't need that confirmed. I know that. Just like I know the right side of my hair is standing up because of the way I slept last night. And he said, listen, sir, if you're going to be rude, I'm going to have to terminate the call. I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he said, it's okay. I said, I love you. He said, yeah, I know you do. We'll talk about it when I get home. I said, okay. And so he put me on hold. Let me listen to some of that wonderful music. Oh, it was nice. It seemed to last forever. And ever and ever and ever. And uh, eventually he came back on the phone and he's and I'm just I'll be honest I wasn't in the most positive frame of mind genuinely and um, it's something I'm, you know I can work I can work on but it it was a bit of a 
a shock to the system. I just didn't didn't know I was going to wake up to this. So <clears throat> eventually came back onto the, the call, you know, the phone line, and he said, uh, "Ah, oh, he said what? Well, I'm I'm kind of waiting for him to say that." I've been sanctioned or they've stopped my money for some weird reason uh, which doesn't make any sense or whatever and he said no it's uh, basically your money's not been stopped there's no problems with your claim everything's absolutely fine I said okay well that's good but how come I've not got any money and he said, it's a blip in the system. And occasionally, it just doesn't pay. It doesn't pay people. And I said, how come? He got a little bit defensive here. And he said, the system is 40 years old. Which I don't know if that could be true, to be fair. 40, 40 years old. So they're using the system from 1979 highly unlikely to a computer system they'd be using them more up to date than that wouldn't they anyway he um, I said oh okay and he said what we'll do is I'll process it so we can put the money into your account and get the money released now it'll take about 10 minutes and I'll put you on hold is that okay no, I said yes. I'm not going to say, what? I've got to wait 10 minutes for. That blimmin' ferret making those stupid love sounds in the kitchen. Um, and so I'm here and he's, he's, he's giving me some more music to listen to. It's like, oh yeah, brilliant. eventually comes back and he says it's all done I processed it and I had to put it in through a different system and but the money is going to go into account and it might take a couple of hours so I said thank you very much and um, if you do get to hear the things that I was saying about you while the music was playing if your systems do record that and you ever get a chance to listen to it, I apologize. He said, that's okay, I was listening. We get to, li we can hear what you're saying when we're actually got you on hold. I said, in that case, oh, I've already apologized, I'm not gonna apologize again. You know, how many apologizes do you need? He said, no, it's okay, sir. I said, you know what? He said, well, I quite like being called sir. He said, I haven't got time for this. I've got other people waiting to speak. Oh, I said, okay, well, you've been great. I really appreciate it. And is there anything particularly you want for dinner tonight? He said, quite like fish fingers and chips and beans. I said, I'll tell you what, if anyone deserves to have that for dinner, you do. You very much deserve to have whatever you want in your mouth when you get home. He said, you're being rude, aren't you? I said, no, I mean food. He said, good, because, you know, I told you that this job takes a lot out of me. I've not always got the energy. I said, it's okay, don't worry. Um, I'm going to go anyway. He said, okay, love you. I said, but I love you. And he went. And then I went to sleep. Not like instantly. I mean, just like, start snoring. I went to bed. I needed to recover. I really needed to recover from that. And the next thing I needed to do is 
I checked my bank account and it was in, money was in, so that's good. Paid off £67 to the electric and gas bill. And then uh, paid £50 off the catalogue, which goes towards the shed that I just bought. And then I thought what I'm going to do is go in, I need to collect my prescription because the... Uh, I had a text from the pharmacy saying that my prescription was ready to collect. I think when I get a light inside that shed, I'm just going to have to start recording in there when I do these. And the only reason I'm sitting here is because I've got the book and I can't read it in the shed because there's no light. But him going on, Andre, I don't know what it sounds like hearing him like running around and stuff just sounds extra loud when I'm trying to record but that just might be my perception anyway I go I get on the bus well I walk to the bus stop and and I decide not to go into town just so I thought I'd go to the, the chemist, the pharmacy, get my prescription that they've sent me an email or text message to collect. And then I'll go and get a bit of food from Iceland. So I had a delivery. Yeah, I need to, I thought I'd just get a, I'm trying to get a few bits and stuff. So that's what I did. I got there. to the I got on the bus and then the bus took me to where I was going and then I got off the bus I don't think anything interesting happened on the bus on the way there um, I sat at the back of the bus and it was a bit warm a bit warm because that's where the engine is, isn't it? At the back. It's just a bit too warm. Um, it's okay, but just a bit too warm, you know? And then I got off, went to the chemist, went in there, just you know, standard, walked to the, because they've got this express counter where you can pick it up if you've had an email or a text message so I go there there's a couple there already and standing very close together but they were together but just I don't know just seemed very very attached and then they left and I went and I stood there and a lady came up and she said can I help you and I said, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you just said. No, I didn't. She said, "Can I? Can I help you?" I said, "Yeah, I'm um, just kind of collect my prescription." And she said, "Oh, okay. What's your name?" I said, "Jason Newland." And she said, "Okay, Jason Newland." I said, "No, it's Newland." She said, no, it's Newland. You're pronouncing it wrongly. I said, listen, how do you, how, how do you, what, wait, I, I can think of the words. What makes you think that you have the right to talk to me like that, to tell me how to pronounce my own name? She said, Jason, I'm your sister. I know how to pronounce our name. I said, oh, okay. Anyway, I said, can I speak to someone different? I don't want to talk to you. She said, why not? I said, because when I was 10, I wanted a bike. And you were eight and you got a bike. And I wanted a bike, you got a bike. I didn't get a bike. I've never forgiven you for it. That's why 
I wish to talk to someone else. She said, you're so petty. I said, I may be petty, but at least I have a willy, which is a really, really rubbish comeback, but on reflection. And she, so anyway, I got the prescription, give the prescription details and they said no it's not here I said what do you mean so you have to contact your doctor you have to contact your doctor and then your doctor because it's a batch of six months and you can't have another one until you've spoken to your doctor I said really she said yes you speak to your doctor and then they'll, they'll be able to send you a prescription so that we can collect it here I said, okay. So I leave there. I go over to... I wonder if Andre can think of any other ways to make noise. Oh, he's now going back into his bed. Went to his bag. I think every time I say the word, say his name... His ears prick up. It's like a little, he's thinking, oh, daddy wants me to make more noise. He loves it when I do that. He's ever so proud of me when I make noise. If only he knew how angry I am. So, I go to the clothes shop well it's a sports shop but I thought you know what I need some socks now my socks are really wearing out and I need some new ones and I just yeah they're they're really wearing out I'm not going into details, I'm just saying the socks are just a bit worn. They need replacing, so... And Andre seems to get hold of them when he can as well, and he does weird things with them. So... I went in there and I thought, I didn't want to buy sports socks, because I'm not interested in those, you know, like a hundred pairs for a pound. I don't want crappy... I like things for a pound, I really do. You know, like Mars bars, you know, those pound packs, pound, you know, things like that. But the things are on discount. But when it comes to socks, it's important that they're comfortable. Just, it's one of those little comforts in life. You need to have comfortable socks, comfortable shoes, if possible, comfortable underpants. Nice comfortable bra or t-shirt that doesn't doesn't chaff your nipples or is it chafe your nipples? You know, I nearly knocked my nipple off the other day. I turned around, I banged into the corner of the. Oh yeah, it was the shed. I banged into the shed from the side, and my left nipple. I almost thought I was going to be looking down at her an emergency situation but it wasn't it was like oh man that really like chafed it really did but I like to have loose clothes nice loose clothing and uh, so what I did anyway I bought I got some socks really nice ones and they're not cheap cheap they're not expensive but they were uh supposed to be something like £13 for a pack of three but they had them on offer at £5.99 so I got two packs and they're really they're different colours but they're nice so I thought I'll have them they're, they're, they're not thick thick but they're not they should be th- yeah they're, th- they're thick enough I think for the winter I hope but they're, they're nice, nice material. So I got those. And then I thought, hmm, 
let me have a look and I thought I only get a t-shirt and I saw these packs of t-shirts but they were v-neck the ones I was looking at all the nice colors were small like you know small medium large kind of size now I'm extra large or X large times two or whatever, but at least extra large is the minimum I can wear when it comes to a t-shirt, unless I want it to be really tight. And, but all the nice colors were in the smaller sizes, like pink, blue, green, yellow and stuff. And if I only want these t-shirts really for underneath, like in winter, I have a t-shirt underneath a jumper you know, that kind of thing. And maybe just a t-shirt to wear when I'm lounging around at home and stuff. So I had to keep looking for all these different things to find some t-shirts to fit that would be, I didn't just want white t-shirts or black t-shirts, which is what I tend to get, or just blue t-shirts. I want, I want a pink t-shirt. I want a yellow t-shirt. I really felt passionate about it. I don't feel passionate about many things, but I really felt passionate about the colours of those T-shirts. But I couldn't find any V-necks, but I found ones that were just more like curvy necks, which even his sneezes are annoying me. <laughs> He's got the cutest little sneeze, and even that's winding me up. <laughs> so I went in there and I got um, how much were they shut up oh, I got two packs of three t-shirts I think and they were XL times two so they should be nice and airy on me which will be nice and uh, so I've got those, so I've got, got a few clothes, a few little bits. It's just cheap stuff really, but it's going to help. Because I'm, some of the t-shirts I've got at the moment are a bit too, they're more for, they're not really kind of underneath wearers. Plus I don't really have much in the way of jumpers or cardigans or anything like that. I'm gonna get some, maybe try and get some nice jumpers for the winter, some big thick things, you know, just to get me through. But cheap, <laughs> nice and cheap. Ideally, in the sale, that's the the main, you know. If I can try and get some, <clears throat> like in November, there's a is it Black Friday they call it, so I might go there and try and get some like big discounted stuff maybe spend 50 quid or something and get a bunch of clothes that would keep me going through Christmas and but so I got that so I was quite pleased with that and it wasn't like ooh you know it wasn't doing handstands but I was yeah, didn't make me want to play the trumpet, but it was definitely nice to know that I was going to be wearing some socks that didn't. I kind of, the socks I wear now, it almost feels like I'm putting on someone else's socks. Even though I know they're mine and nobody else has ever worn them, they're just not comfortable. So hopefully the ones I get will be nice and it will last me for a while, another year or so I suppose, hopefully. I say that, I'll probably make them last about a decade. I am such a catch, I really am. <laughs> and then I went to Iceland and got some food, a few bits, um, and 
it's quite good because I got back to this to the bus stop and it was literally four minutes or something until the next bus which was wow it really happens rarely rarely and I get back and I go upstairs and I put my I did this not a lot I didn't get a lot of shopping a couple of carrier bags full came to about 16 pound I think but I still spent quite a bit of money today with the shopping food clothes the bills so I've not you know it's been a I always like paying bills though it's a weird thing I don't I don't like like bills I don't get excited about them but I like the fact that I've paid it there's some a degree of satisfaction comes from having it done gone so I try and do that every time I get a bill just pay it straight away if I can and so I get home and I think I know what I'll do I'll phone up the doctors because I already phoned them earlier and they were closed for lunch we are now closed for lunch what they forgot to put down is we are open again at 2 o'clock it's almost like they don't almost like they don't care about the customers or the patients but it's weird I just you'd think wouldn't you if, you, if you're going to put an answer machine saying that you'll close for lunch you'd say when you're opening again that would be just a standard thing but I don't know my my surgery a bit I don't seem to think that way for some reason and I called them up, got through to the prescription because a big long list of numbers. If you would like to talk to the reception, press one. If you would like to talk about a prescription, press two. If you would like to make an appointment, press three. If you would like to discuss the state of our toilets, press five. If you would like to just come in here and tell us about how wonderful the NHS is, so I think they had a run for Brexit <laughs> if you're angry all the time about Brexit press 9 so I phone them up eventually I get through to the uh, prescription department I speak to a lady and I said uh, can I can I help I said yeah, hopefully please 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 I beg please help she said okay what is it I said uh, I just need to know um, what the I've gone to get the prescription for the pharmacy and the pharmacy said that I have to come I have to speak to you first and she said okay before we go any further can I just take your name I said yeah it's Jason Newland and she said oh, Jason Newland I said said yeah she said what's your date of birth so I gave it to her she said 1972 said, no 1970 uh, and then we just did that and she said well you have to have an appointment with a doctor you have to come and see the doctor to have a, a medicine review, review of your medication and I said I almost feel like I should just have this recorded and just play it back every time. I said, I'm under the mental health team. My psychiatrist does a medication review every year. If I go and see the doctor, the doctor has no power to change my prescription. The doctor can't increase the prescription. The doctor can't decrease the prescription the doctor can't stop the prescription only the psychiatrist can do that 
and I have a review every year, I have a medical every year, and I see the psychologist every two weeks. And she said, well, I didn't really need your life story, but um, you still need to come to the doctors once a year. I said, what? So, the NHS, they've been going on, doctor surgeries specifically, all over the news, moaning that people, are you taking up too much of the doctor's time? So what they're saying is they want people to go to the doctors, make an appointment once a year, one appointment a year, even if there's no illness, even if there's no reason for it. Every single patient from every doctor's surgery, they want to make an appointment and go along. And I don't go to the doctor unless I need to. And as far as the medication goes, it's all done from the psychiatrist. And she said, that was a lot of information. I said, but yeah, I know, but these are facts. I try and deal with facts, if at all possible. She said, well, you still need to come to the doctors. I said, well, is there any chance you can just speak to the doctor? Because I don't get out of my home very often. And I'll be honest, the motivation is not going to be there to come to doctors for no reason whatsoever. Just for the sake of protocol. And she said, well, I can put a thing into the doctor, an email or whatever. And she said, I'll give you a prescription for one month and then you can, uh, we'll contact you if you have to come into the doctor. I said, okay. So what I'm going to do is, if they insist on me going in there, I will phone up, I will make an appointment. I'll make a double appointment because I'm. if I'm going to go, I want to go for a reason. So I'm going to go in about my back because I've got lower back issues. So I'm going there about my back and then I'll say, oh, by the way, I need a prescription. I'm not going all the way in there just to have a, a review of my prescription when it's already done by my psychiatrist. Oh, the hoops I need to jump through to get free stuff. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's been a weird day, generally. It really has been a strange, strange day. And it's now 8.48 in the evening. Normally I make these recordings more like 3.30 in the morning. I don't know where I am. I don't know. Well, I know where I am, but it's like, what's going on? I'm asleep, then I'm awake, then I'm asleep, then... So Canada looks like a lovely place to go to. Oh, after 150 years of struggle against the harsh wilderness, New France was abandoned. The old country displayed a cruel lack of enthusiasm for what Voltaire dismissed as Quilquis Arpest de niche a few acres of snow it's quite weird this looks like a book I might be actually interested in reading thing is I'm never going to get that time back am I when natural food supplies ran out families moved to another area usually on sleds made of frozen fish what you Usually on sleds made of frozen fish or hides. These could be eaten if necessary. What a great idea. Use food to travel around on. Wow. 
Imagine if we did that here, a car made of carrots. Or a house, well, a house made of chocolate, obviously. It'd be like Willy Wonka. Oh. Anyway, I'm going to go. Now that Andre's quieting down, I can stop the recording. I will do Canada. I will, I will talk about the Canadian book that I've got in another recording take care remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy lots of love bye